Welcome to Never Buy the Book Podcast. This is your host, Kelly Scholes. At 24, I was dead broke and a full-blown alcoholic. By age 40, I was completely debt-free and a multimillionaire. Now I share my secrets of success and transformation as an author, speaker, coach, and of course, your podcast host. Each Never Buy the Book Podcast features a guest who has overcome obstacles to build an incredible life of fulfillment. I'm truly excited to introduce our guest today. Avon Delaflor. Avon is a spiritual teacher, speaker, and 17-time author, working on book number 18, by the way. She has traveled to 19 countries and has led such an interesting life that I feel like we could do 20 podcasts together and barely scratch the surface of the unique subjects to discuss. Avon has some core teachings and concepts that she'll be sharing with us today. First, how to learn from our past, embrace the power of the present, and to have a plan to prepare for the future. But Avon says this much more artfully than I am. Avon calls herself a time traveler, and today will teach us the three truths she has learned through those travels. I can't wait. Hi, Avon. It's great to have you here. I'm super honored to be here in your podcast and hear your intro and everything. I'm excited. I didn't know a lot about you. And so it's an honor to be with, with you that you have gone through through the world. You have crossed through 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 all of the the naysayer mentality, right? You have crossed through the the impossible to the possible. So I'm always excited to be in presence of people like that. Well, thank you. And you've done the same. Yeah. Matter of fact, book number 18. I, I mean, know. I've written I've written one book. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I grow I wrote many books. I there was a stage in my life where a mentor of mine, I said he said, "What do you want?" You know, with the practice of what do we want is essential for anything. You are a coach, you know, mentoring finances definitely you need to know what you want in order to know where you are at and, and be able to make a plan to get there, right? right? And so he said, what do you want? I said, I want to be a published author. And he said, I want to re- read your book. And then I said, I want you to write the, the intro, the, the, you know, the, the introduction for uh-huh. it. And that's how it started. And one book, I had the momentum and I liked it. And I'm always a believer that if you do something once and works, repeat. I cannot ever stay in only doing it once because then I feel that I haven't really done it. It's a bizarre feeling. But that's how it repeated into 17. So doing it once, so you traveled from one country to another and then decided to go to 19 more as well, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, that that was just more my lifestyle, you know, when when I was married and we used to live in different places and countries. But... um, that cultural, that cultural uh, approach, that, that ability to see the world in different facets, like a diamond, helped me also um, with my life and helped me um, create more expansion uh, than okay. contraction mode. So tell me about book number 18. So the book number 18, I'm super excited. I told you that I will, you know, I will say the name in your podcast because now the editors gave me permission. It's called The Calming Effect. Okay. And really, yeah, and it's is the and it's the skill to actually be able to master and to learn to serve and master the storms of life. More about the calm, which mm-hmm. more, a lot of my work is about calmness, right? Spirituality, meditation, something a tool called futuring that really helps you uh, master the use of your nervous system to be calm, but still 
be passionate, right? I can be right. <laughs> super passionate and deliver it like a Tony Robbins kind of passionate vibe. But my center is anchor. I'm here, present in the moment. So the calming effect is those tools to live more present okay. in the moment, but to learn to serve the storms of life because not being prepared for the storm is kind of saying, I don't want to live in planet Earth. We are going to have storms. We're going to have challenges. Right now, we're living in a huge global right. storm. Global storm, yeah. not even localized. It's a global storm. And the more we master our ability to show up in the storm, naturally, the calm will find us. So I'm writing a book about that. It should be ready by February 2022. I'm excited. I'm excited to read it because, yeah. like you say, yeah, there's so much going on in the world right now. You know, if, if people could do like you've done and focus on calming yourself, think of what the world could be. Yes. Yeah, because, you know, if, when you stop trying to fight the storm, you learn how to surf it, right? You know, I don't know if you've surfed in the ocean, but it is when you float. It is when you kind of surrender and go with the flow that you are actually able to get out of a of a tempestuous ocean, right? It's And so to fight the storm and to, to try to become doesn't work. There are tools that uh, that uh, that facilitate for our nervous system to to enter to the zone, which is every overachiever, high achiever, always want to live in the zone. We can access it by will, but we got to master also the chaos, the darkness, the storm. We got to master more of that. The, the calm naturally will find us. It's who we are. But, you know, when we try to do fake calm, that's when a lot of situations go on and we, we begin to deny reality and we don't work for, with the storm. Like for you in, fin in finances, right? If people are losing money, they have to look at the fact that they're losing money to make right. a plan not to lose money. Yeah. So to be the calm, you get to look at the storms in life. Look at what triggers you. What what gives you what takes you out of your of your edge, right? What what tests your principles, your core values, your your stamina? What tests you? Because that's going to be your teacher. That's going to be the storm that you got to face and say, "I'm ready for you. I'm ready for you." <laughs> so you've you've got to the point where you understand that and, and mm. you work that and you teach that now. Yes. So yes. how 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 did you? get into that? How did you start that? Um, well, you know, my podcast about people that have overcome obstacles, and I know you've overcome some major ones. Could you talk a little bit about that and then how you got to where you're at now? Yeah. So I always say that there's three things. And I think you mentioned it at the beginning on the intro. Yeah. There were three, there were three major things in my life uh, that I always compare with nutrition. In nutrition, they say to stay away from the three white deaths, uh, salt, sugar, and white flour. For me, I had an encounter with three white deaths that actually trained me into living, trained me into mastering, trained me into leadership. And the three white deaths were disease. My mom got super ill uh, when I was seven of multiple sclerosis. Divorce, because my mother and my father got a divorce out of this disease and everything. And then death. I encountered that for the first time at 12 years old, my grandfather, you know, had a, a, a like a stroke, brain stroke mm -hmm. and fell in my arms. I was 12, oh, wow. literally fell in my arms. I got to see that face to face. There was, it was a eerie, bizarre feeling of me encountering uh, life and death in my arms. But that experience of death prepared me because at 17, I had a near death experience 
where I, uh, you know, I was in a car accident that I shared with you a little bit. And right. I lost an arm, a leg, and they put it back. And I was dead like 28 seconds. They called them near-death experiences. But for me, that became a near-life experience. The disease became near-health experience. The divorce came became near-union experiences. So mm-hmm. every single death and darkness in my life and challenge that I have overcame has become the opposite. So each of these three storms became a source of calmness, a source of where I got to see uh, what is the gift in each of them? What do I have to master in each of them? What can I do with each of them instead of what instead of trying to avoid it or trying to to numb it? Right. Uh, and I, it it gave me so many tools because he trained my nervous system to be present, grateful, and look forward to the future every single time, every single time. Well, you say a gift and. You know, you, we did talk about it before about you losing your arm, and you mm. you told us the story of that. But mm. I didn't know you lost your leg as well. Yeah, my leg actually. You know, it was my leg, my 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 right arm, and you know, I don't know if you're going to show this on video, but you can see how my arm was sewn nerve by nerve, muscle by muscle. My arm was caught by the door, and it was sent to the back seat. I picked it up. I picked it up. You know, I saw my arm. I was not going to leave it in the car. I don't know my mindset. I had 17 years old, but I'm like, that's my arm. I'm taking what is mine. But my leg, my femur was totally outside of my body. I could see my whole bone. It, it was, that was kind of creepy, you know, but, <laughs> but the whole leg. So the doctors, you know, as existence, the universe, God has it. The day that I had the car accident, they were on call specialists for what I had. For me, that's uh, one of the most yeah. bizarre, uh, you know, coordinated, coordinated uh, moments. Um, but um, yeah, my leg was out. So I was supposed not to be able to walk. I was told, you're not going to be able to walk. You know, we're going to have to put a metal leg, but I, I have my, my femur is very strong. I just, I'm like the bionic woman, Kelly. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of, a lot, a lot of um, titanium plates and titanium screws, but I have my leg. I walked and I, I kept my arm. I kept mm-hmm. my arm and I did use a lot of visualization as soon you know, as soon as I had the accident, you know, and I saw the leg and I saw my arm, I immediately began to think, and I think we're going to talk about that in a moment, but I began to think what I could do if I didn't have the leg, if I didn't have the arm, I didn't go into the, oh, poor me. I created like, a, oh, now what are you going to do? Because in a way I put myself into that, uh, into that experience. So I was responsible for what I was going to create next. But yeah, my yeah. leg, I was told I was not going to walk. I was told I was not going to have an arm. And here I am, causing trouble. <laughs> <laughs> causing trouble, yeah. Well, and, you, and when we spoke the first time, you said when, when, you lost, when you lost your arm and you grabbed it, you said you weren't even thinking about yourself. No. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, and I really feel now that I'm far much older, it was 17, I'm about to right. turn 50, right, this year. But... I really feel that that saved me that because to having a higher purpose, a higher cause that transcends you, a higher a person that you love, a cause that you really want to achieve, it kind of pulls you into, you know, the vision pulls you into that. And uh, I remember seeing my friend that was driving my car unconscious. She was, her body was good, but she was unconscious for the impact. 
And I, my first concern was no one can die under my watch. I mean, I was 17, but for some reason that came. And the second thought, it was my dad. I was like, he just gifted me my car. My dad worked so hard to give me that car. And I, I really felt resp- that's the day that I became responsible. I felt I, I didn't want my dad to suffer more than what he, I knew he was going to suffer when he knew this. And they suffered terrible, my parents. But it was... The cost of having someone not dying, of caring for my father, of caring for their well-being. And then the third one is that I began to think, what can I do with this that just happened? And it was all right. in, a, in, a, in like 30 minutes or so. That's when I, I mean, 30 seconds or so of the impact. Oh, wow. I decided to, I said, you know, and I got to go and speak. That's when I decided to become a speaker. I said, I'm going to speak in all the schools. I'm going to go if needed with my wheelchair. But something in me said, oh, I don't want a wheelchair. I was too, my vanity was too high. As honestly, my vanity and my ego, I think, yeah. also had a, a way of saving me. But um, I thought about, I got to go to talk to schools, to, to kids, to tell them, put your seatbelt. That was my plan for the future. Wear your seatbelt so you can save lives. That, that was it. So... But the, just the ability of my mind and my heart to have a higher purpose for someone else, it truly made a difference in my life. Wow. And, and that's the thing is, you know, take responsibility for yourself, yeah. get grounded, but look for a higher purpose, right? Mm. Yeah. And definitely, you know, because I could see the contrast. You know, my friend back then, she went into panic mode. So for her, she entered into another dimension, like into another, into another realm. I couldn't afford going into the realm of poor me because I had to do something with what just happened and I had to be responsible too. And I really felt I had another second chance in life. I I really felt it. It was not, it it was like, oh my goodness, I just survived this. I just picked up an arm. (laughs) I'm just, you know, I'm going to a hospital. The doctor on call wing, the doctor, when I arrived, I remember uh, to intensive care, you know, but when the doctor said, you know, I'm a specialist of arm reconstruction. I said, I'll give you my name. This is the number of my dad. And I went to sleep. I totally surrendered. I totally trusted. Wow. That was huge, yeah crazy crazy how things happen i mean you're I you're definitely here for a reason and you and yeah. the thing is you're living the thing is with everything is you're living your higher purpose yeah i am and i think i think if people people understand that and people go through hardships like we have and understand yes. why you're here and yeah. then live that higher purpose you can help so many other people yeah and it's and it's a duty of the soul to do so you know i don't i I can, you know, I have had, I'm so, I'm an overachiever, like, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to achieve always like the next goal and, 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 and why one published book when you can do 17 and, you know, and why a little, why, why having, I have a TV network, a philanthropic TV network, why having a TV network for a thousand when you can have it for a million. So, but, but that hustle and that chase wouldn't do, wouldn't, wouldn't mean anything to me if I couldn't make people's lives better, if I couldn't elevate others, because, because what I survived, I have a duty to help people thrive from what I survived. I don't want them only to survive. I want people to be able to use my mistakes as their rights. I want them to use the things that I did wrong as the, the things that they can do right. 
I want I want to make a little bit, you know, lately I've said, you know, with all the things that are going on in the world, that my goals have changed. Mm-hmm. That now I have a very simple goal. I want to become an echo of God. In anything I've done, in not, never before I had that. I always wanted to achieve the big things right. and I'm still going to do that because, <laughs> because I said that I would. So now I have kind of a contract with myself to, to, to do what I said I will do. But I really just want to become an echo of God. I want to become like that mustard seed, that, that little seed that others can, can, can take it into their plot, you know, into their lot that God gave them and grow it in, in, in exponential ways. Because, you know, this life, this life is such a precious gift. And you never know when it's going to end, do you? Oh, definitely. <laughs> again, for me, again. <laughs> again, yes, again. Well, hopefully not soon. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. So how, how do people get a hold of Yvonne? Well, I'm in social media as Yvonne uh, De La Flor on Instagram. Instagram is the easiest now social media platform nowadays. You know, I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Twitter, all as Yvonne De La Flor. Okay. And uh, I have a website of my company. It's called De La Flor Teachings. It's a spiritual and systemic coaching and consulting company for spiritual, systemic. You know, I do a lot of family constellations, a lot of something called futuring, which is like goal setting, but really aiming to the future, kind of the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza. I'm super, I'm super, because of what I lived, just like Dr. Joe Dispenza, he survived a fatal car accident and, and recovered and renewed all his life. I did that too. So kind of futuring is it's, it's one of the tools that I use. So they can go to my website, De La Flor Teachings, or in, in social media as my name. That's how they can find me. Okay. And find all your books. And yes. your new book, you said, is coming out when? Yeah, and next year. I don't still okay. have the date because this is the first book. All my previous books were self-published. This is the first book that is going with a publisher. So I'm just waiting for them to, to say, this is the time, this is the date, launch time, all of that, which is new. It's a new thing for me, but um, it'll be next year. And I'll definitely send you. You will be one of the first people that I will send it to. Yes, I will be very excited to read it. Yes. Thanks. Yes. So if you could if you could tell, you know, with everything that's going on out there right now, the craziness in the world, which we talked about, you know, before mm-hmm. we got on here. What's what's the one thing you would want to tell everybody right now? Master the art of adapting. You got to adapt. You got to adapt. And for me, adapt, adapt is a five-letter word that is really become aware of your needs, become really aware of what you need and what is the most important, right? Make decisions, the D of adaptation. Maybe you cannot make a decision to travel somewhere because of the restrictions, etc. Make decisions local. Make any decision will will keep building your confidence. Will keep building your the the muscle of self belief. So we gotta continue to do that. Take action, even if it's micro action. That's the, the second letter of A of adaptation, right? We gotta take micro actions. Maybe your gym is closed. Do exercise in your home. Do right. yoga at home. Keep yourself in motion because what is in motion never dies. And as, as long as you have motion, you have hope. And if you have hope, you have everything. Then plan. Keep planning. You don't, give, don't give up on your planning because of what's going on in the world. Don't give up on your financial planning. On the contrary, right now, 
planning is going to be essential. Financial yeah. plans are going to be essential because if everything changes, right? If we become, you know, knock on wood, you know, communist or right. socialist, we got to prepare for those scenarios. What happens if, you know, where are our finances? Where is our health? What can we do with the situation? Like prepare always, have, yep. have multiple uh, plan A's that we, you and I spoke about, right? And, and the letter T of, that, of ADAPT, look to transform together. Don't try to do it alone. Don't get a coach, get a mentor, uh, get guidance, you know, go to social media and follow the people that are really putting a content of value out there. You know, I, I don't care to be an influencer. I, can, I care to actually influence my life and those that serve in a way that is going to help us move forward into the future because the past is gone. The past is totally right. gone. I cannot do anything with the past just to use it as a place of reference, not of residence or as a death sentence. The present is all that we have, but I am a believer of the future. I got a plan and I got to yep. adapt, right? So that's that's what I will say to people right now. If you want to have leverage, if you want to be in the zone, if you want to go be ahead of the game right now, a- anyone that learns how to master that art of adaptation, they're yes. going to go ahead. They, they, they just have to. It's, not, it's natural law. Yeah, I like that. Adapt. Uh, yeah, adaptation. and. You know, I, I always say, you know, live for today, but plan for tomorrow. Yes. And, you know, it's the same thing when it comes to finances. You got to do the same thing. Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, I'm going to be, I used to say, I'm going to be 60 soon. I'm going to be actually 60 soon, but I'm going to be 70 <laughs> soon. I got I to gotta, I gotta plan for that, you know, and in spirituality, in the niche that I serve, sometimes the future is such like a, you shouldn't plan, just be present in the moment. And I always say, so who's, why are you focusing on paying for the college of your kids? Why, yeah. who's going to pay your rent next month? So plan, 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 prepare, 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 take micro actions and adapt. Adapt, adapt, adapt. I like that. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, this this has been great. I, I truly appreciate you being on here, Yvonne. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to reading your book. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm excited to finish it. I'm going into the second editing of it, you know, okay. that you write it once yeah. and then you write it again. And it's it's been interesting. The book has taken me to the store more than the calm. <laughs> but I, I can't wait to have it. Good. Thank you for listening to Never Buy the Book. Share it with someone you care about. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast app so you'll never miss an episode. As we close today, remember, if you're not doing it by the book, it might just mean you're onto something great. Until next time, be great. <laughs>